Good morning, everyone, and happy, happy uh, Thursday. Tomorrow is Friday. I'm sure we're all looking forward to the weekend. And uh, today we are in 1 Corinthians chapter 19, 1 through 19, the battle against the Ammonites. Let's go ahead and read the scripture. In course of time, Nahash, king of the Ammonites, died, and his son succeeded him as king. David thought, I will show kindness to Hanan, son of Nahash. Because his father showed kindness to me. So David sent a delegation to express his sympathy to Hanan concerning his father. When David's men came to Hanan in the land in the Amorites to express sympathy to him, the Ammonite nobles said to Hanan, Do you think David is honoring your father by sending men to your to express sympathy? Haven't that his men come to you to explore and spy out the country uh, and overthrow it? So Hanan seized David's men and shaved them, cut off their garments and at the middle of their at their buttocks and sent them away. When someone came and told David about the men, he sent messengers to meet them, for they were greatly humiliated. The king said, Stay at Jericho till your beards have grown and then come back. When the Ammonites realized that they had become a stench in David's nostrils, Hanan and the Amorites, Ammonites sent a thousand talents of silver to hire chariots and chariots from Aram, Naharim, Aram, Makkah, and Zobah. They hired two, 32,000 chariots and, and chariots as well as the king of Makkah with his troops who came and camped near Mediba. While the Ammonites were mustered from their towns and moved out for battle. On hearing this, David sent Joab out with the entire army of fighting men. The Ammonites came out and drew up in, in battle formation at the entrance to their city, while the kings who had come were by themselves in the open country. Joab saw that three that there were battle lines in front of him and binded behind him. So he selected some of the best troops of in Israel and deployed them against the Arameans. He put the rest of the men under the command of Abishai, his brother, and they were deployed against the Ammonites. Joab said, If the Arameans are too strong for me, then you are to rescue me, but if the Armenites are too strong for you, then I will rescue you. Be strong and let us fight bravely for the for our people and the cities of our God. The Lord will do what is good in his sight. Then Joab and the troops were with him advanced to fight in the in the Armenians, and they fled before him. When the Armenians Ammonites saw that the Armenians were fleeing, they too fled before his brother, Abishai, and went inside the city. So Joab went back to Jerusalem. After the Armenians saw that they had been routed by Israel, they sent messengers and had Armenians brought from beyond the river. And Shophach, the commander of Hedadazar's army, leading them. 
Then David was told of this. He gathered all Israel and crossed the Jordan. He advanced against them and formed his battle lines opposite them. David formed his lines to meet the Armenians in battle, and they fought against him. They fl but they fled before Israel, and David killed 7,000 their, of their chariots and 40,000 of their foot soldiers. He also killed Shaphach, the commander of their army. When the vassals of Hadadazer saw that they had been defeated by Israel, they made peace with David and became subject to him. So the Armenians were not willing to help the Ammonites anymore. Let's go ahead and head to your New Testament reading. Hi everyone, this is Scott Lutz and today we are in Matthew 13, 1-58, um, the parable of the sower to start with. Um, so this will be a long reading today. So let's go ahead and get started with the scripture. The parable of the sower, Matthew 13, 1-58. Uh, that same day Jesus went out of the house and, they, and sat by the lake. Such a large crowd gathered around him that he got into a boat and sat in it while all the people stood at the sh on the shore. Then he told them many things in parables, saying, A farmer went out and saw to sow seed. As he was scattering the seed, some fell along this path, and the birds came and ate it up. Some fell on rocky places where it did not have much soil, sprang up quickly because the soil was shallow. But when the sun came up, the plants were scorched, and they withered because they had no root. Other seed fell among thorns, which grew up and choked the plants. Still other seed fell on good soil, where it produced a crop a hundred, sixty, or thirty times what was sown. He who has, an, has ears, let him hear. The disciples came to him and asked, Why do you speak to the people in parables? He replied, The knowledge of the secrets of the kingdom of heaven has been given to you, but not to them. Whoever has will be given more, and he will have an abundance. Whoever does not have and even what he has will be taken from him. This is why I speak to them in parables. Though seeing, they do not see. Though hearing, they do not hear or understand. In them is fulfilled the prophet of Isaiah. You will be hearing, but never understanding. You will even ever seeing, but never perceiving. For this people's heart will become collapsed. They hardly hear with their ears, and they have, they have closed their eyes. Otherwise they might see with their eyes, hear with their ears, understand with their hearts, and turn, I, and it, I will heal them. But blessed are your eyes because they see, and ears because they hear. For I tell you the truth, many prophets and righteous men long to see what you see, but did not, but didn't, but did not see it. 
and to hear what you hear, but did not hear it. Listen then to what the parable of the sower means. When anyone hears the message about the kingdom and does not understand it, the evil one comes and snatches away what was sown in his heart. This is the seed sown along the path. The one who received the seed that fell on the rocky places is the man who hears the word and at once receives it with joy. But since he has no root, he lasts only a short time. When trouble or persecution comes because of the word, he quickly falls away. The one who received the seed that fell among the thorns is the man who hears the word. But the worries of his life and the deceitfulness of wealth choke it, making it unfruitful, making it unfruitful. But the one who deceived the seed that fell on good soil is the man who hears the word and understands it. He produces a crop yielding a hundred sixty or thirty times what was sown. The Parable of the Weeds Jesus told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in, this, in his field. But while everyone was sleeping, his enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat. And, and went away. When the weeds sprouted and formed heads, then the weeds also appeared. The owner's servant came to him and said, Sir, didn't you sow good seed in your field? Where then did the weeds come from? An enemy did this, he replied. The servants asked him, Do you want us to go and pull them up? No, he answered, because while you are pulling the weeds, you may root up the wheat with them. Let both go, grow together till the harvest. At that time I will tell the harvesters, first collect the weeds and tie them in bundles to be burned. Then gather the wheat and bring it into my barn. The Parables of the Mustard Seed and the Yeast He told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed which a man took and planted in his field. Though it was the smallest of all your seeds, yet when it grows, it is the largest of garden plants and becomes a tree, so that the birds of the air come and perch in its branches. He told them still another parable. The kingdom of God of heaven is like the yeast that a woman took and mix into a large amount of flour, till it worked all through the dough. Jesus spoke all these things to to the crowd in parables. He did not say anything to them without using a parable. So he fulfilled what was spoken through the prophet. I will open my mouth in parables. I will utter things hidden since the creation of the world. The parables of the parable of the weeds explained. Then he left the crowd and went into the house. His disciples came to him and said, Explain to us the parable of the weeds in the field. He answered, The one who sowed this good seed is the Son of Man. The field is the world, and the good seed stands for the Son of the the kingdom. The weeds are the sons of the evil one, and the enemy who sows them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age, and the harvesters are in a, are angels. As the weeds are pulled up and burned into the fire, so it will be at the end of the age. 
The Son of Man will send out his angels, and they will weed out of his kingdom everything that causes sin and all who do evil, yet will throw them into the fiery furnace, when there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their Father, who he who has ears, let him hear. The Parables of the Hidden Treasure and the Peril the kingdom of heaven's like treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he hid it again, and then in his joy went and sold all he had and, brought and bought that field. Again the kingdom of heaven is like a merchant looking for fine pearls. When he found out a great value, he went away and sold everything he had and, brought and bought it. The Parable of the Net once again, the kingdom of heaven is like a net that was let down into the lake and caught all kinds of fish. When it was full, the fishermen pulled it up on the shore. Then they sat down and collected the good fish in the baskets, but threw the bad away. This is how it will be at the end of the age. The angels will come and separate the wicked from the righteous and throw them into the fiery furnace where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Have you understood all these all these things? Jesus asked. Yes, they replied. He said to them, Therefore, every teacher of the law who has been instructed about the kingdom of heaven is like the owner of a house who brings out of his storeroom new treasures as well as old. A prophet without honor. When Jesus had finished these parables, he moved on from there. Coming to his town, hometown, he began to teach the people in their synagogue, and they were amazed. Where did this man get this wisdom and these miraculous powers, they asked. Isn't this the gar carpenter's son? Isn't this mo his mother's name Mary? And aren't his mo brothers James, John, Joseph, Simon, and Judas? Aren't all his sisters with us? Where did, when, where then did this man get all these things? And they took offense at him. But Jesus said to them, Only in his hometown and his own house is a prophet without honor. And he did not do many miracles there because of their lack of faith. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Dear Lord Jesus, I just praise you. I thank you for your kindness, love, and mercy. I ask that your will be done in all of our lives. I pray this in your precious name. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. Have a good day.